What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. Hope everybody's doing great out there. Um, I just uh, celebrated my 42nd birthday, so I am uh, 42. It is the uh, uh, great number, Jackie Robinson's number, of course. Probably going to be a little sad once I hit 43, so I'm happy uh, happy with the number, with the number 42, that's for sure. Uh, so, got a, a fun little uh, Lego uh, set that is built to be like a Nintendo, uh, and uh, so that's, that was from Holly, and Atticus got me a, a Voltron Funko Pop, which is re really pumped about, so, and also my mom, she asked me what I wanted, I said, you know what I would love right now? I love a box of 1989 Donruss, and uh, looking forward to getting that, and uh, posting a picture on social media with it paired with uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. I think that would be a cool little little photo op. I did that when I had all of my wax boxes uh, a few years ago. And uh, so I'm looking forward to being able to do it again. It's uh, it's fun. So it's uh, it's great to be able to have like a number of uh, interests and you know kind of mix and match them and that sort of thing. So, uh, but anyway, so the, uh, uh, got to also watch uh, Spider-Man 3 finally. It has been out for quite a while, and I've been uh, not so patiently waiting to watch it. But I uh, finally got to because it's my birthday, and uh, it's hard to it's hard to watch things, you guys. Like when you have a uh, coming up on three year old uh, this week. When you have a three year old, it's just difficult to make time to watch anything because when we do uh, watch something like that, it's going to be after Becky goes to sleep. But guess what? After Becky goes to sleep, then, you know, I want to work on projects or whatever or just go to go to sleep myself. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of time to watch TV or movies. And I love TV and movies. I probably love them a little too much. But uh, so anyways, we got to watch Spider-Man 3. It was good. Um, last night, me and Atticus went to the theater and saw Doctor Strange and really liked it. Um, liked it more than Spider-Man 3, actually. And I think I'm in the minority, but uh, for Spider-Man 3, I'm probably not looking forward to, or not interested in seeing it again. Doctor Strange, I, f I feel like I must. I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. Um, a lot of cool things going on with it. A lot of bad stuff. So, like, if you have, like, younger kids, I'm not sure I would recommend uh, letting them watch it. But, uh, you know, really entertaining really cool stuff um it's one of those movies that if you're into marvel like i am like you hit youtube afterwards and you see other people's reviews of it and you know look up easter eggs and that sort of thing uh, i think probably one of the things i like about marvel is uh i'm really uh uh in awe of all of the little things that they do to uh to intertwine in all of these other uh movies all together and everything fits like a bigger puzzle uh and i think that's probably uh what i like to do with my uh custom sometimes most notably this uh, mystery cabinet i've been posting videos and little short clips of it over the past week and so uh by the way guys if you haven't checked it out uh go to uh, youtube.com forward slash Tan Man Baseball Fan. It's the latest video uh, as of now, unless you're watching this a week from now, then or listening to this a week from now, it won't be the latest one. But uh, it's titled uh, You've Never Seen a Card Like This Before or something similar. Uh, it's 45 minutes long. 
so it's a long video, right? But um, it is something that uh, people have been really excited about. I'm uh, happy to report I've heard uh, from people saying it's the you know greatest thing that they've ever seen, the greatest uh, uh, card that's ever been made. Um, really, really, obviously very pleased with uh, with hearing that, and, and all the people saying, "Man, this is the wildest thing." One uh, one guy, friend of mine, Mark. Uh, from KinseikoNet.com. So the guy that was the originator of KinseikoNet.com, like the first internet guy for Kinseiko fans, the go-to website and everything, uh, he said it was the single greatest uh, piece of memorabilia ever made. Uh, that's not like game used because they've got you know some amazing game used uh, you know Kinseiko home run bats out there and and that sort of thing. So. Uh, um, <laughs> That is high praise coming from uh, one of the OGs, you know, which is great. Uh, great to hear. That's what I was going for. You know, I was going for it to be the wildest, uh, craziest thing ever uh, as far as cards go. And uh, so far, I think I've uh, been able to hit that mark uh, in other people's eyes, at least. So uh, definitely a win. So uh, again, youtube.com forward slash Tanman Baseball Fan. If you want to read the article, I've got tons of pictures of it as well uh, at mysteryredemption.com and stay tuned there's a part two of that I will be uh, working on this probably when I get back uh, from my walk tonight and I'm not sure when I'll be done I've been inundated with uh, other projects for other people so <laughs> so we'll see if it takes me two three four ten weeks I don't know yet but stay tuned uh, it's coming so uh, none of that has anything to do with uh, the topic of tonight. Uh, tonight, um, I am actually inspired to talk uh, about a subject because of a good friend of mine that reached out uh, about, uh, you know, he was a, I don't know if you would call him a former super collector. Um, I think you'd still call him a super collector uh, because he has just like an amazing collection. But uh, he was telling me about, uh, you know, just kind of a callback from 2018 uh, whenever uh, I announced that I was going to retire from super collecting Conseco. And for those of you that don't know and have maybe kind of learned about me uh, since then, uh, in mid-2018, I did a YouTube video. I wrote an article announcing it, saying, okay, I'm out. I'm not going to go after every single uh, Conseco card out there. Uh, previously, I was. I was going after everything and it was a thrilling hunt to be a part of I really 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 enjoyed it um, however I felt like I got to the top of the mountain and you know just kind of eh, you know just was uh, <laughs> you know felt this is kind of something that you know God wanted me to kind of uh, step away from and uh, and so I did you know I, I stopped trying to go after everything and and for a handful of months I was only selling until I started realizing, you know, I can actually still be in this thing and uh, have my cake and eat it too. You know, not like go after everything, but just go after the cards that are really special to me. And uh, so let me tell you what my friend said. And let me tell you also how life has been for me in collecting uh, four years later. So my friend told me, he said, you know, Tanner, uh, I still remember that day. I remember where I was when you told me that you're going to quit super collecting. 
and I, I felt jealous and I felt like it was weird and uh, you know that that you could actually just like get off the, the treadmill and that sort of thing and then it made me think and so over the next several months I know he and I had had a number of conversations back and forth because he said okay I think I'm going to quit uh, and or I'm just going to trim down or I'm going to give up altogether or whatever and he just told me tonight that he ended up uh, selling a large chunk of his collection and he said you know something Tanner it's freeing I've got like all of the cards that I love still and I don't even feel this but I've got a lot of money uh, out of it so and he actually was able to uh, you know make a little money uh, from it instead of you know having to lose money which is always a great thing right um, but uh, you know he told me that he trimmed the fat so to speak so uh, he got rid of a lot of parallels but he kept his like heavy hitter stuff and and all that and so there might be more trimming down the road uh, from as well uh, so there are a lot of people out there that kind of second guess what I was doing and uh, said okay you're making a mistake or you know this is a this is a fad you're gonna you're gonna really regret it the next day or whatever and uh, <laughs> uh, four years later you know, I've been saying this uh, same message my message has been consistent uh, two things number one it was the right move uh, I wouldn't change it for anything and number two uh, I think that my story can benefit a lot of people out there. Uh, and thankfully, I've uh, been blessed with being told that it has helped a lot of people out there, which is great. And I think that is, uh, whenever we go through things in life, one of the greatest blessings that we can have is to help others in our situation. And, you know, that's not to say that there was uh, any problem whatsoever over here, because there wasn't. Um, there was never really a, a big bad issue. However, there were a lot of people that came out of the woodwork and said, hey, yeah, I've got a problem. I've got a big problem, I can't stop. I'm on this treadmill and I can't get off of it. I feel like I have to buy everything in my niche that I collect. And uh, so uh, it's been a big blessing to me to be able to help others and talk people through that uh, situation because there are people that have a very difficult time letting go when they probably should let go. Uh, and maybe not all together, maybe not say, oh, I'm gonna call it quits and that's it and you know, make a big deal out of it or whatever, uh, but maybe cut back and not buy everything. Uh, I think that's probably uh, a very beneficial thing for us as collectors is to find not just what we are super passionate about, but finding the sweet spot of what we are super passionate about. For me personally, I have a very addictive personality. Uh, if I like something, I love something. You know, like <laughs> it's not a, it's either, it's either on or off for me and that's it. Uh, so uh, setting up param parameters and boundaries is very important, especially for somebody like me, uh, and especially if you can identify with that. Uh, if you can identify with having like a, an addictive personality, um, it's very important to be able to say, okay, look, the card companies are not going to stop printing endless, countless cards. Okay, so this isn't the 80s anymore uh, as far as saying, okay, I'm going to collect all of 
uh, every card that's made of Andre Dawson or George Brett or Nolan Ryan or whoever and be done reasonably easy uh, because uh, there were only a handful of sets in the 80s and a couple of handfuls more of uh, subsets or whatever. Uh, no, that's not how it is anymore. Card companies are making boatloads of one-of-ones, tons of insane high-end cards, uh, and unreasonable rainbows. And when I say unreasonable, I'm talking about uh, you know parallel one-of-ones where there's like eight one-of-ones, uh, and then to back that up, you have out of two, out of three, out of four, out of five, and so on and so forth. You simply can't keep up unless you are just independently wealthy and in that case you know <laughs> knock yourself out if that doesn't hurt you and if that doesn't uh cause you any problems at, at home or with bills or anything then you know have a blast go crazy um for the rest of us <laughs> that's not the case <laughs> so you know you gotta you gotta definitely set your boundaries now what that means uh uh you know it's, it's basically a twofold uh call for you possibly number one finding in your collection what you can uh, feel comfortable about getting rid of and number two going forward uh, saying no sometimes when it comes to buying there are a lot of benefits and very few drawbacks uh, one of the drawbacks i think that i found I've, I've discussed this sort of thing before but i think it's good to talk about again um, is uh you know you kind of feel uh yeah, there's almost a sense of where you got to kind of humble yourself a little bit where you might have been in a situation where you feel like you're number one, you're a top dog. You've got to be better than everybody else or at least better than most. There's a saying that I think I've heard in the past, you know, people don't want to be, uh, you know, the richest person. They want to be richer than their neighbor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that rings true for a lot of people. And, uh, in collecting there's definitely a, a a competition thing that goes on among collectors uh you know some subsets are are better than others uh, there's some uh some communities that are very helpful with each other others are cutthroat uh <laughs> so unfortunately the canseco uh group that uh there there are some in there that are they're cutthroats and <laughs> it's unfortunate but that's how it goes. You know, I think it's, I don't know if that's just because of, uh, of our subject, uh, Canseco, but, uh, I think that's just, uh, uh, certain how certain people go about things. And, uh, so, so part of it is going to, is part of what you have to do is kind of humble yourself to say, okay, I need to stop this. This is crazy. I'm not the best. I'm not number one, not ever going to be number one or the best unless you are in that case it's a blessing and curse situation because you feel it doubly like you have uh, this responsibility uh to carry um but let me tell you if you feel that doubly then my message to you is twice as important you know you gotta if you're not enjoying this and if you're finding yourself scouring ebay every two minutes then you probably have a problem. <laughs> and uh, I know that that hits home with some people out there. Uh, and it's, uh, it's meant to. Uh, it's, uh, it's meant to because I want you, like you personally listening to this right now, I want you to be able to enjoy collecting, to enjoy this hobby without 
any uh, stress or depression or anxiety because a lot of that can come with it. And so let me tell you what happens when you make the decision. You can literally make the decision right now that I'm not going to go after all this. And I think a lot of this is, uh, is especially for people that are into box breaking and case breaking and stuff. Um, is uh, It can be uh, a drug. It can be a di an addiction. But I want you to hear me. When you make this decision to set parameters and boundaries, uh, you immediately remove yourself from having to watch eBay all the time and compulsively checking the Facebook groups and the forums and so on and so forth. I know how it is. I've been there before and it is not fun. It's, uh, well, I'll say this, it is fun when you, when you land something, right? But you're missing out on a lot of other stuff in life, which is really kind of unfortunate. But, uh, so I think just like with everything, you know, you can have uh, a slice of pizza, which is great. Uh, but if you have two whole pizzas together, you know, guess what? You're going to get sick. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm the type of person who likes to eat two pizzas. <laughs> and so I've got to especially watch myself. Uh, but, you know, so uh, you can also run into a situation where you pigeonhole yourself. And I'm going to kind of uh, talk about a, a certain collector that I know of uh, that does this, where he's amassed this amazing collection. And when he doesn't buy, he ends up really fine tuning on cards based on the signature, where the signature is, uh, is paramount to uh, him really kind of enjoying a certain card, uh, which I get it or whatever, you know, I, I understand. But the problem is, is that nobody sees the difference in the signature quality except for him. And there have been many thousands of dollars spent on cards like this uh, probably because there's nothing else to spend his money on for the player that he collects and uh, you know I think when you step back you might think wow that's kind of that's kind of silly that's not a good way to collect well when you have tunnel vision that's where your brain goes you start thinking you know man if I could get the best autograph or the best serial number of every single card and then when you step back, I've been there before, right? I step back and go, huh, I have uh, boxes and boxes of really unimpressive <laughs> cards. <laughs> when looked at all together, it's great because you've got quantity and everything. But then you start thinking, and this is kind of where my brain went, like, man, if I, uh, what if I spent, took all this money and spent on like one special card, like one really cool card, Shields Joe Jackson, Ty Cobb, Honest Wagner. You know, that's something that, and not to mention the fact that it's a really, really good investment too, uh, if you buy right. So that was kind of what I did the next step, obviously, um, which kind of helped me on a number of, uh, a number of levels as well, where I was able to, uh, really kind of branch out in terms of my knowledge in this hobby, because in the hobby of baseball card collecting, there are a number of different sub hobbies, if that makes sense. You have modern, you have uh, player collecting, you have team collecting, you have vintage collecting, you have wax collecting, you have complete set building, you have insert set building, you have parallel set building, um, you have 
an unbelievable amount. Uh, like there's so much depth and breadth to this, uh, to this hobby where you and I could be collecting heavily for 30 or 40 years and not know the first thing about uh, the type of card that each of us is actually collecting. That's how insane it is. Like it is very, very, very incredible. Uh, and so it's kind of fun to branch out sometimes and, and really learn what else is out there. And so for me, uh, I still remember this one guy, he, he just wouldn't let it go. He kept saying it over and over and over again, you regret this. You, you're regretting this right now. This is a, like, it was, it was really weird. It was like a broken record. I know you regret giving this up Tanner. Like there's no way about it. You had such a great thing going and, uh, man, you guys like there has been, my eyes have been open to so many things now that I have stepped back and not had to compulsively get everything. And, uh, interestingly enough, my best investments by far have been because uh, I removed myself from being, uh, you know, the number one super collector of uh, Canseco cards and everything. And it's been great. It has been amazing. If I didn't, I wouldn't have known uh, anything about these vintage cards or the 19th century cards or whatever. And uh, what's kind of weird also uh, is I remember when I was really in the thick of it, I would end up getting packages of cards every single day of Kinseiko. Like literally, I remember going to his house, Kinseiko's house, coming back, having a table full of packages that were waiting for me. And, you know, you open up, there's like 30 of them there or something. Oh, look, it's a Kinseiko card. Open up the next one. Hey, a Kinseiko card. Next one. Hey, look at this. It's a Kinseiko card. Next one. That's a bill. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's not. It's Kinseiko cards. So <laughs> they, were, they were all Kinseiko cards. And it was just, uh, it was just amazing. Now, Nowadays, uh, I don't know when the last time was I've bought a Kinseiko card. I don't remember. Um, I still have, uh, you know, my favorites. And I've actually moved a few that uh, part of me wishes that I didn't move. But the other part of me, would, you know, remembers that would have been stupid if I didn't move them because of the, the price I got for them. And they're always going to be others down the road. And... Uh, you know, so I can be in my office, I can look, and I have like this, uh, uh, you know, this little shelf unit. I posted a picture on a social media a few times. There's uh, three, uh, three shelves, and they're filled with Conseco cards, my favorites. So I'm able to look at them all the time, and it's way more, I have way more displayed now than I ever did before. And it's kind of funny because I've got, maybe 200, 250 cards total of Kinseiko, whereas before I had well over 5,000. And uh, it's just so much more fulfilling. And I've talked about this before also. I remember, uh, you know, Tops doing a, a spread on me uh, on their website. And I had, I was really excited about doing pictures and stuff. And I remember uh, laying them all out on the kitchen table and taking pictures and you know, all of these rainbows, like fanning out the rainbows, which is fun. Five star, triple threads, uh, museums, so on and so forth. And I remember like looking at them all and going like, being kind of underwhelmed. You know, like, ugh, that's a weird feeling. Well, oh well. And I took pictures and yeah, it was impressive to see all of them 
all together and everything, but just thinking like, man, I'm looking at just a bunch of cards that look the same. And uh, because there were so many, it kind of felt like it cheapened or lessened uh, the really special ones. So anyways, uh, <laughs> needless to say, in 2022, there are very few cards I had back then uh, that I don't anymore that I miss. And I still have, like, I wrestle with this from time to time. I've got a folder on my computer that's, you know, labeled cards that I miss. And there are, there's a handful of them in there that I wish I didn't have, that I wish I still had. Um, but guess what? This is, uh, this is one part that's very, very important for all of us to remember. Is we need to remember to enjoy the journey, the hunt. It's not just about the destination. It is completely, well, not completely, but it's largely about the enjoyment of being on the lookout for these cards. And then, you know, of course, a little celebration that you can have afterwards when you uh, actually land it. You think it's fun to land a card you've been looking for the first time? Try landing it, getting rid of it, wanting it back and landing it again. <laughs> That's fun. That's really fun. I've done that a number of times. It's been enjoyable. And, uh, you know, it's just like... Uh, uh, one big treasure hunt. It really is. Actually, uh, talking to a friend uh, tonight about this, where he just missed out on a card at auction, and he was really bummed. And he was offered the same card for you know multiple times more than what it was, uh, than what it just sold for. And I said, you know what? Listen, don't worry about it. It's going to come for sale again. It's going. To, there's more than one of them out there. One will pop eventually whether it's like next month or a year from now or two years from now that's part of the journey part of the hunt part of the process when we get anxiety and you feel like you gotta 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 have that card or whatever that's when problems happen that's when problems begin when you start overpaying and like oh man why did i pay you know two three four times more on this card than it should have because imagine if that same card comes up for a quarter of the price the next day. <laughs> and for some reason, I feel like uh, I should have learned that lesson myself and I haven't uh, completely because every now and then I still do that and like clockwork, the card that I overpay on always seems to come up again the next day or next week. <laughs> it's really it's really kind of a sickening feeling. You're like, oh, why did I do that? Why couldn't I have just been patient? Oh, it would have been so much better. And uh, yeah, I've done that a number of times. Uh, of course, the flip side is, you know, you might never see that same card again. So, you know, it's uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say, I guess. Um, but uh, anyway, so it's been fun uh, to be able to talk to some people, especially the friend that I was talking to tonight, how, uh, you know, they, they heard my story. They're inspired by it. They wrestled with it. They hated it. They loved it. They came back to it and they made uh, changes in their collecting habits and uh, it changed their uh, lifestyle for the better. You know, I think that's uh, that's great. That's a wonderful thing for me here. Even more wonderful thing for uh, you know to happen to people. Um, so I do hope that uh, is in the cards for you, so to speak. I hope that if there are changes that should be made, uh, whether it's because it might be causing some strain on you financially, or maybe it's taking you uh, some time away from your family, or Maybe you're just straight up spending too much time on eBay or Facebook groups or forums or whatever. 
uh, you know, definitely, uh, I would highly recommend uh, scaling back, finding your sweet spot, finding what you're super hot, white hot about, and focus on it with laser intensity, but in your sweet spot, and not to overdo it. And let me tell you something, you could still have just as much enjoyment, if not more, than you have now already, and still not have any anxiety or stress or depression over it all. And uh, I think that's the goal. Uh, I think that's a good goal to shoot for. And uh, you know, I, I've mentioned this before, I will mention again, if anybody ha out there has any questions or uh, wants any advice, feel free to email me uh, your story at tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to give you my, uh, my advice if you have any questions. Um, and you know, you obviously don't have to take my advice. My advice might not be worth anything to you. <laughs> you know, you might, you might read my response and might say, that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't agree with it at all. But anyways, needless to say, I'm just, uh, just want to let you know that I'm here for you as somebody that's been through this sort of thing before. And, uh, you know, it's always good to have somebody, I think, uh, that's been through certain things, uh, to be able to help you out. So, so that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you. So, like you said, again, my uh, email address is tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. So, uh, I will wrap it up tonight. Uh, hope that this has been helpful to some people. Uh, I want to thank my friend out there for opening up and telling me uh, the good news of his collection and what, that he's been able to sell quite a bit uh, tonight. And I, I wish you the best as well and everybody else out there is listening.